keep this thing honest and above board. My Talk 107.1. We have the Donna and Steve Show, Monday edition, featuring DJ Rod Lobster. Clap, 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 clap. Lucy, you got some explaining to do. Okay. (laughs) It sounds like the I Love Lucy thing. Only that part. I can't can't talk to you right now. What were we going to (laughs) do? If you've been listening all morning, you've noticed what you generally notice, which is uh, best described as a progressive slide down. (laughs) We start kind of hot. We'll cram like multiple things in the beginning of the story. Okay. We're doing good. Oh, great. We're going to talk about the Delta variant now. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So um, apparently Clifford the Red Dog is being delayed. It was set to come out in September. You're not a bad dog. Not a red dog. Um, So now people are starting to wonder and worry if the Delta variant of COVID is going going to shut down movie theaters. I hope not. You know what I heard? I'm I'm just going to immediately clap back with positive news. Okay. Because it's easy, I think, right now to get bummed out when you hear about that. And, you know, we were talking last week, Disney World had to reinstitute the mask mandate that they have there. I saw there were like a record number of people that were getting vaccinated over the weekend. Yeah. And, uh, and I think I've read things that those who are vaccinated have like a 0.001 fatality rate. If in the event of a breakthrough COVID Mm -hmm. case. So Mm -hmm. I think some people heard about Delta and were like, you know what? All right. If they were dragging their feet on it, maybe they then made a decision to get vaccinated. Meaning, the reason I bring all that up is because I think we're gonna we're gonna snuff this one out. Mm-hmm. And and even uh, Anthony Fauci, Doctor Anthony Fauci, said he does not anticipate it going back to like lockdown measures. But if you read a headline in passing about the Delta variant, you can get a little a little PTSD in regards to oh goodness, what's going to happen? So I hope that theaters don't. Shut down social distance if you need to, you know? Yeah, I think this is an interesting line in this article about Clifford. Uh, Deadline says, the film is complete and there's good early tracking in the low 90s. Do you know anything? Does that mean like they've done testing? I think that would mean like audience scores on focus groups. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, because the movie looks weird. I don't know if you've seen previews. It's this gigantic CGI red dog that just like walks through the city like it's no big deal. Now remember... Okay, never mind. Different. Okay. Um, I was going to, well, is it? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Uh, there, <laughs> I'm thinking of the 1994 Martin Short, oh Charles uh, Grodin People movie, Clifford. Love that movie. Oh. Mary Steenburgen was in that as well. Are you a fan? I don't think I've ever seen it. I know of it, and I believe Martin Short references it in his book, which I read. It's kind of stupid, but Martin Short really leans into playing like a child, and Charles Grodin's deadpan. You know, oh, response so to it funny. really works, but I don't, you know, 90 minutes of it is maybe a little too much, but it's worth mm. checking out. Can you pull up a trailer for Clifford? Also, <laughs> while you're doing that, um, Clifford, the Martin Short or Clifford, the dog, either slash both. <laughs> okay. I think. Do you know about your $100 incentive for getting vaccinated? No. Eligibility began on July 30th. You can claim your $100 starting on Wednesday, August 4th. Um, Minnesotans 12 years of age and older who received their first dose between last Friday and uh, Sunday the 15th 
will be eligible for a $100 Visa gift card to spend however you choose. All you have to do is roll up your sleeve. Starting this Wednesday, the reward request is open. Um, You have to submit them through the Minnesota Department of Health by the 15th. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I don't know if that means you automatically get it or you're eligible. Hey, yeah. Get your shot and get 100 bucks, Minnesota. Well, that would have been nice to know. Donna, what? Don't, don't. <laughs> now you're going to say, why did I even get my shot? <laughs> I'm just it. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. All right. What time did you go to bed last night? Hey, don't worry about you it. You seem kind of weird today. I do? Hmm? I didn't sleep well. I did toss and turn all night. Mm. All night, Steve. I went to bed at 1 30 this Thinking about my pending death. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, you tell your friend one time I could see you dying within the next eight to ten years and you never hear the end of it. Wow. He did. He said that to me during a commercial break. I need hey, to put that on down? the list. Nope, yeah. I'm doing it right now, though. Hey. <laughs> Don't say what I said during the last commercial break. <laughs> but the vibes you were giving off. Now, listen, I went to bed real late because I, I shot a smoke and Steve over the weekend, which we are on Twin Cities Live this week. And I, I edit those together. So we shot so much stuff. We shot like 40 minutes of stuff. So then I have it pared down to 10 minutes now, and then I do a rough cut edit and then send it to the editors, and then oh, they cool. can just sort of polish it. But it was a tri-tip, and it went not well. You can go to my Instagram, at KSTP Steve. I tried to show off our spice rack. That really failed hard. By the end of it, we had smoke alarms going off, and frankly, the tri-tip turned out chewy. Dang it. <laughs> it was a bummer. Is this airing today? No, I think I think it airs on Wednesday. Okay. Great. You're filling me in on stuff. I missed the Twin Cities Live meeting on Friday because I didn't uh, set my alarm for it. I usually have an alarm that goes off every Friday at 8.28 a.m. to remind me that there is a Friday morning meeting. Missed it. That's when we look ahead to Monday's show. So I found out who my guest co-host was from you this morning. Yeah, because she was asking me on Friday, do you think I'm still co-hosting on Monday? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see her. Legally, we're not allowed to say her name. She's from uh, the sort of station, hear me out, <laughs> that is sort of like a south of the Mason-Dixon line. Uh, a lot of spittoons and peanut shells on the floor. All right. <laughs> First name rhymes with blamey. Rocco, did you find the old Clifford uh, uh, trailer? Yeah, old Clifford, yeah, you ready? Yeah, here's this the Martin Short, the Martin Clifford Short uh, Charles Grodin one. Clifford is a very special little boy. Would you please stop hitting the back of my chair? I am trying to sleep. I'm sorry, Miss Nice Older Person, but I don't know what you're talking about. Perhaps you were just having a nightmare about your early days in the circus. Hi, what's your name, son? My name is Clifford, and I think you're the bestest captain in the whole wide world. Well, thank you. And he's bound for Los Angeles to spend a week with his Uncle Martin. Isn't there an incredible family resemblance? Look at this. Well, I, I guess so. Uh, Are we ready to go to Dinosaur World now? I've got some bad news. <laughs> what? What? A whole gang of chocolate. I need it badly. <laughs> what do you mean you're out of chocolate? I need chocolate! Breaking a wow. little boy's promise would be a terrible, terrible thing. I would imagine that little boy wouldn't be responsible for what he was going to do next. 
So yeah, if you think wow. the idea of Martin Short as a child and Charles Grodin as his crabby uncle sounds like a funny premise, you're probably right. Check it out. Isn't he a dog though? No, that well, that's, that's Clifford, Clifford the, the big, red, big dog. red dog, which sounds a little bit like this. Clifford, no fetch. Clifford. <laughs> I mean, this he's a red dog that's like eight feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like CGI and realistic. Yeah, okay. furry looking. Huh. Anyways, that's what did we say? They're they're delaying it. They are delaying it because of the new COVID variant. Yeah, they don't want. They figure that movies are not going to do well uh, during this next. They don't want to take the chance. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty, when we come back, we got to take a quick break. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got some uh, big news for Ashley Judd after that really crazy hiking yeah. accident that yeah. she had that just left her leg in really bad shape. Um, some a good update from her. And then we'll get into a study. The people have spoken. The American people have spoken. And they say this is who we want to host Jeopardy. Tell you what they said next. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve, when did you get here? I've been here the whole time. Hey, I want to talk with you about my underwear again, if I may. Oh, God. All right, listen, you know that I love my chill boys. They are bamboo boxer briefs, but here is what's happening. I've loved them from the first time that I put them on my legs, instantly felt the difference, so cool and so comfortable. So now, anytime that I have to put on some stupid underwear Uh that aren't chill boys, Uh I feel like an idiot. You should. You should. They are a local company offering great men's underwear. But can I point out, Steve, that Mm -hmm. um, ladies, if you're tired of thongs making you feel like you've got a constant wedgie, (laughs) might I suggest you get yourself a pair of soft bamboo boxers from Chill Boys? I've always said that I would never wear a thong, but I'll tell you this. If my buddies at Chill Boys made a thong, (laughs) I'd try it on. I'm just saying I would try it on. Hey, if you want more information, you can go to chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Did you miss the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? You can always find yeah, Donna and one. Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Before we get to our study, Steve would like to share well, something. My, my sister reminded me, she was like, Where is the audio of Donna? I'm waiting for it. And it's I was like, Oh my gosh. And then she's like, Waiting in her car. I'm so sorry, guys. We forgot to play this. My sister wrote back, Oh my gosh, that is not even believable. Her storytelling has improved greatly as well. (laughs) I think I was in high school and it was a psych class. Here is the best one. Rocco, can you turn my mic up a little bit? Yes. Okay, here we go. Okay, a man's wife is very, very sick. So he goes to the only druggist. You know what a druggist is? This is Donna Valentine. Um, who has the medicine to help his wife. No. Yes. Okay, but the druggist wants to make a lot of money. So he tells the man the medicine costs a million dollars. Dollars. Right, you got all that? The man doesn't have enough money to pay for the medicine, and the druggist won't give it to him. So in order to save his wife, the man steals medicine. Do you think the man did a bad thing? You do? No. No, do you? No. Why not? Because he shouldn't be lying to the person, the druggist. Right? No, but he didn't lie to the druggist. He 
Yeah, that, that's no, when Donna yeah, says, no. "Hey, wait, you here? Okay. No, wait, I have another one, real quick, Rocco, that I want <laughs> you to hear, and then your oh, opinions." No. This is a. I hadn't heard this one before. Here we go. Joey did a wrong thing. Wrong. And his parents tell him he can't watch TV for two weeks. Okay, and Karen did a bad thing. I mean. I All right. you get the idea. No, that's Rocco. amazing. I mean, I have so many follow-up questions. Yeah, please, and we have we have we have time for them. Because I mean, Donna, you're obviously one of the top well-known radio DJs in this town. You've sort of risen to the cream of the crop. At some point, somebody must have said, "Hey, you got to lose your accent if you want to do this," or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. did. I mean, this is mm-hmm. amazing. Yes. Thanks, so Rocco. now it only comes out. We'll hear orange. Florida, but when you consider how far she came, I mean, keep in mind that was probably forty years ago. Sure, thirty-five years ago. I just love how you're grilling this. Did did he do something wrong? I'm going to read it again, you little idiot. You'll get it this time. So, what was the process? At what point did you say I got to? I got to. I moved to Georgia, and when I was in Georgia, I would say things like, "There was a street that was C L A Y T O N," Uh and I'd be like. Uh, you know, I would do commercials and go, okay, it's uh, be, it's on Snelling and Clayton. Yeah. And then people would be like, my bosses would go, it's not Clayton. Clayton. It's Clayton. I'm like, that's what I'm saying, Clayton. <laughs> so I worked really, really hard. Coffee was a hard oh, one. Oh so gosh. I worked with a DJ named Magic Matt Allen in New York. <laughs> and I would always say, hey, do you want any coffee? And he'd be like, it's not coffee. <laughs> and so I would practice every Even day. Even in go, New York, coffee, he was helping coffee. You. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I would just say it over and over. Yeah, no, it took time. And then you just naturally pick up the accent of where you live if you live there long enough. I love how, I, I love just this. There's something about, what. let's hear what you say here again oh, no. about this boy. I like that we're breaking this Joey did a wrong thing. Joey did a wrong thing. <laughs> All right, everybody listen, sit down. I'm about to tell you something. <laughs> Joey did a wrong thing. Did he go to the druggist? <laughs> all right. It, Are we good it's with amazing. that? Good job, Donna. Thanks, Rocco. You can turn me back down. Okay. All right. No, no, all no. All the way. Okay, here we go. I got to study. Studies have shown that... Medic- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right. A poll was taken mm. asking people who they would like to see... As the next Jeopardy host. Yes. And wouldn't you know, it's exactly who Steve wants to be the next host. This makes me feel like maybe there's hope. Number one on the list, Ken Jennings. Yep. I'm for that. 23%. Number two. Was my pick. I would be great with this too. Executive producer Mike Richards. 14%. 14%. He did two weeks. People loved him. Many people were like, who is this guy? And Rocco, cool thing about Mike Richards, mm-hmm. he uh, is a former Hubbard Broadcasting employee. Oh, I did not know that. I he, thought you were going to say he's Keith Richards' son. No, he is not. <laughs> not that he opened up to me about. He is uh, a former Hubbard Broadcasting employee. He worked for Reels. Uh, so Reels, our movie network that's in the family, when it first went on the air. Just we were talking about MTV earlier turning 40 when Reels first went on the air. He was the first face that you saw and voice that you heard. And he did a really nice job. Uh, he has since gone on to executive produce Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, The wow. Price is Right, and uh, Let's Make a Deal. And you know this guy? Know this guy. 
Well, you know, I think <laughs> if you want to drop names, um, I used to play college bowl when I went to St. Thomas. And I believe a, fr- a college bowl teammate of mine says we played against BYU and Ken Jennings and oh. we got our butts kicked. Oh, wow. Wow. So. Number three. I'm, I'm that close to Ken Jennings. And you guys, now that you know me, you are just one step away from knowing Ken Jennings. Yeah. Let's see if Donna has any names to drop. Um, LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton? Did you, uh, did you Rogers. Nope, he comes in at number three. Maya Bialik, I've interviewed her before. There okay, there we go. All right. LeVar Burton, number three, not A-Rod. Drop it like a tat. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers comes in at number five. Then Katie Couric, Anderson Cooper, Dr. Ooze, Robin Roberts. Oh, my gosh. I never even saw the period there. I always thought it was draws. Who? Oh, <laughs> oh, he said it was draws. Yeah, no, it's, it's Doctor Oz. Okay. Okay. Uh, George Stephanopoulos no. comes in at number ten. I, I, I guess not. Nobody wants him. Who? Two percent, George. Is that his nickname? Two percent, George. I like that. Two percent, George. Oh gosh, there's a good band name. Yeah, two percent, George. That's funny. Oh gosh. Um. (laughs) Okay, this is great. It's a Money Monday. Every Monday, uh, Monday, hour three, we delve into the world of finance. Like, who's just loaded out there? Who's making tons of money in Hollywood? All that kind of stuff. Sometimes we go into personal finance as well, how you can get a little bit richer. So, look, I came across this article about Warren Buffett, one of the richest guys on the planet, and how he lives. And if you're unfamiliar with this, he's a billionaire, obviously, a billionaire a gazillion times over, and lives a very non-Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson kind of life. We'll get into a few of those, but... Little Donna Valentine just yeah. wrote a little something into Money Monday. Here, How's this for a sexy tease for you to stick around after the break? Five things to tell your future executor, mm. like the executor of your will. I've been thinking about it since you told me I have eight to ten years left on this earth. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, Steve. All right, I'm going to be your executor, so I'll write this down a sure. text. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Top of every hour, plus extended dirt alerts at 820 and 1220 with Elizabeth Reese. Now it's time for this. Come on now, let's talk Woo! some money. money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Steve, 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 Steve. If you guys could just see Donna emoting... Singing along, she is that Anna Gasteyer, Will Ferrell, uh, the when the, the piano players. She, Rocco, before the end of the segment, if you could find Uh-oh. a little clip of that, I don't know. Oh, she reminds right. me so much of that great uh, performance by Anna Gasteyer, mm. but in just real life. And you're not meaning, I don't think, always to be funny with. It. It's fine. It's just I wish the listeners could be in this studio with us to get a full. Helping of Donna Valentine. Mm, and I, you. Ah. <laughs> yeesh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, now listen. I love that we're talking money. Uh, it's great. It's fun. Everybody wants more money. Donna, though, 
sliding into my segment and making me feel good about it with one of the least sexy but most practical headlines. Five things you need to tell your future executor, like the executor of your will. Do you want me to go through them really quickly? Yeah. I want to know what they are. I'm going to give you the five, and then if you have questions, I will answer them, okay? Okay, great. You need to know, you need to tell them where the original will is. Okay. Okay. Don't just leave it in a safe deposit box or a lock box. You need to have one filed with an attorney, okay? Oh, oh, And who the attorney is. You have to give that information to your future executor. Uh, Whom to notify. Your passwords, who gets what, and where your secrets are hidden, which is the most important Mm -hmm. one on the list. You know, we were just talking about this when I was home with family a couple weeks ago. Um, And a couple of the ladies in the room were saying, if he died, I wouldn't know. And I, and I think both of my brothers, I should do this too, have sent, they sent some sort of a, an email to a friend and just said, just reach out to him or just, or, and they also emailed her. Let me explain that better. Like I had a degree in communication. Okay. Both <laughs> of my brothers sent an email to their wives, open this in the event that I die and it will tell you where the life insurance money is. Call this number. Here's the password for that. All of those kinds of things. They sent that in an email? They sent it in an email. I think that's what they said. Okay. And said, open this. Upon my death. So they're not going to open that email until that person dies. I think so. That does not make any sense. It's like if they die (laughs) thing, Donna. I could see if it was in an envelope. What's well, in an email? Just whatever. Just put it into right, a folder. So he, he's dead folder. Okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> all right. But I don't know that I'd be emailing someone all my passwords, etc. Plus, passwords change so often. Yeah, they do make you change them a lot, huh? A lot. I don't know. Maybe it was just call Vanguard Life Insurance. All right. Um, yeah, so if you have stored your will online, specify the website, um, whom to notify, list people your executor or family might not think to tell, or how to reach, like, doctors, your employer's HR person, clubs that you belong to, include contact info to make things easier for the person delegated this task. I just started doing some of this over the weekend. Your passwords, um, you want to share all that, your codes for social media, other online accounts, cell phones, computers. You want to provide instructions about how to handle those accounts. Um, If you don't want your executor to be able to access all of this while you're alive, give the persons to uh, the passwords to someone else you trust. Mm. Who gets what? Specify what happens to... Non-financial items like recipes. <laughs> you were going to say non-fungible tokens. No, that would have been great. Non-financial don't, items. Don't trigger uh, him. Right. Um, you know, like recipes, photos, mementos, furniture. Think about the things in your life that are special to you that tell a little bit about you to future generations. Mm-hmm. And then where your secrets are hidden. Mm. I'm burying the headline here. Point the executor or another trustworthy person to any skeletons you want cleaned from your closets, such as love letters from an ex, nude photos, 
medicine you've been covertly taking. Mm. That's what it says right here. So there. Those that's wow. the gist of it. Okay. You know, I have something to say about life insurance. I'd link this all up for everybody, by the way. Yeah, I was just looking at my policies over the weekend. Okay. An interesting thing is for term life insurance, I'm pretty sure of this. And by the way, if anyone knows this, please email me, correct me. But my wife had postpartum depression. So then at that point, you're getting depression medication. Okay. Mm -hmm. And... This, like a few years ago, I went to update her life insurance so that if she died, you know, they say to do, even if you have somebody who is staying at home, even if they're not bringing in an income, you need money set aside for the childcare that you're going to have to do and all these kind of things. So I had, I have a policy for her and then I wanted to make that policy bigger. And when you went through the initial general questionnaire and they were saying, you know, and has there been any depression, blah, blah, blah. When you checked the box for depression, mm-hmm. it like obliterated our chances at getting her covered. And here's what I found so shocking about that. Wow. And again, if I'm wrong and there's a different place that we can go and get another policy for my wife, please tell me. But I thought, what a shame that is twofold. First of all, um, we talk about the stigma of like, you know, talk Mental about health. these things. Yeah. If you talk about it, you're actually in this case, financially penalized for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's beyond your control. On top of that, isn't it riskier? Like, wouldn't that person be less likely to do something harmful? That's what life insurance is. That's what they're getting at. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try to take your own life? Right. And wouldn't you be less likely to do that if you had seen a doctor for it and were under clinical care, on the right medication, whatever, you're then financially demonized for that openness, which is weird Were you automatically eliminated? It was essentially, yes, eliminated. Like, you can't get her a policy, and they need to be, I think it's five years without uh, any medication for them to be eligible again. And if I talk to a wackadoodle, please somebody tell me that I'm wrong and email me. Have you looked elsewhere? I believe I had, I asked someone else who was like in the insurance world about that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's common." They, they just uh, that like is blow shocking up. to me. I could see there being a clause for um, the uh, way in the, the pers- event of someone taking their own life, you are not covered. Understood for yeah. anybody, even if you. Don't, you know, have clinical depression. Right. I just found it so fascinating. So if anybody knows anything about that. Absolutely. I'm off, but I thought, oh, goodness. But anyways, we're talking about all things sexy, like executors and wills and life insurance. There you go. What are you laughing at? I just got an email from someone that says, hey, make sure your best girlfriend knows where your personal toys are located (sighs) so she can get them before your family does, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember helping a friend move (laughs) and the dog started buzzing and we're like, no! That's that. No, I don't have any. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. (laughs) So, Steve, the bad news about um, the Will Ferrell and a gas tire thing is it seems like uh, SNL does not post those, probably because of the music copyright. Oh, yeah. They're pretty, um, yeah. I think I do have a video of somebody, um, you know, that recorded their TV. Oh. And it goes a little. Okay, great. (laughs) The drugs stop here. I say that's a guy talking. These are these are why I don't use these clips. 
I just watched this wow. over the weekend. It's truly inspiring that all of you decided to attend this mandatory drug awareness assembly. <laughs> How did you watch it this weekend? Did you have the DVD? I have the DVD of the best of Will Ferrell. Yeah. And I just was like, I'm just going to watch oh, it was these guys. Really it was a, funny. two weekends ago, rather. Yeah, so funny. The best. Yeah, it's funny how on and that on Peacock and whatnot they it's really chopped up on what you can still watch from SNL because they don't have the rights to certain songs sure. or whatever. But I boy, get it. Yeah. Just, just got an email. Okay. An email from T. T says I was denied life insurance for my children because I have anxiety and depression, and I'm a single mom, so I can't set up any type of funding for that. That is insane. How can there not be some level of change for that? That is. Yeah. Jack up the premium. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Don't eliminate that person from having access to that. I don't know. It just feels weird. Uh, You want to take a call? Are we getting a call? Yeah, let's get a call. Let's just take it cold. Let's take it. Let's guten tag this thing. Guten tag. All right. Hi there. You are on uh, My Talk 1071. Who's this? Hi. How are you? Hi. I just want to say, I think that you... I hope that you'll consider the fact that there's like statisticians, underwriters, science data, uh, medical history, all kinds of actuarials, insurance industry mm. people who make those kinds of decisions. I know. I just can't understand why they would make that sort of a closed door decision about that. But what about the guy who, you know, is lying about he drinks? 30 days of the month, but says he drinks 10 days of the month. It just seems a little unsophisticated for all the stuff there, and it seems like just a bummer. Just seems like a bummer. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, Uh, We also got an email. This is a great tip. Uh, Linda bought a book called I'm Dead, Now What? Be sure to fill it out in pencil so it's easy to erase and keep updated. Thank you, Linda. That's good. It's going on the list right now, girl. Man. I'm dead. Now what? This is all because I said to you, I could see you dying in eight to ten years, and now the whole show has taken on exactly. a rather... I did a commercial for a cremation service. Let's go! I was going, going through on? all my stuff this weekend, going, oh, no, no, that doesn't exist anymore, and then I'm putting notes in this lockbox that I have for my family, and I'm Just like... Just Steve cursed you? Yeah. No, it was before that. It's okay. almost like I knew he was going to say that to me this morning. <laughs> Uh, look, maybe maybe I'll die today. You never know. Guys, That's the crazy thing about life. Guess what everyone's getting for Christmas? I'm dead now. What? Yes, is that a great okay. idea. <laughs> that is a good idea. I love it. All right, you want to go? Yeah, let's take a uh, little breather here. Donna's got some interesting stats about the Olympics happening in Tokyo. 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 Uh, yeah, I've got that. I also want to tell you about this flying goose. That's flying. Oh, we never got to the ghost. We've been very on very bad behavior today. A couple things that we've talked about and haven't gotten to when we said we would, and our boss is going to paddle us for that. We're, yep. we're still one of the only radio stations that still does paddling. I know, it's true. <laughs> it's right. legal just in this room. Okay, okay. okay. all right, we'll be right back for the final stretch. Miss a My Talk moment? You can always stream. It's the final stretch of the Don Hensley show. Yeah, okay, I'll, I can put in that little snap. I hate it. I know. Make your punch sound, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now, man. Now you hate it? You, okay. Donna, but you just don't like the sound it. of like rubber stretching. I think what she doesn't like about it is that it sounds like... Flabalage. What? 
<laughs> Donna's pants fit too tight, as do mine, underneath our belly buttons. And so our mm-hmm. jeans just like dig in all day. And then after we take them off, there's still just this indentation that lasts for about four to eight hours slash ever. Steve. Oh, hey, look, Donna's putting on her leather pants. <laughs> We're oh, going out oh, tonight. Oh, hey, Steve's putting on a swim cap. <laughs> hey, wait, Steve's putting on Donna's leather pants. <laughs> No, our listeners hate us right now. That okay, noise is fine. very unpleasant. But it's not because of that sound. It might be. <laughs> right, it could be a combination. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this crazy picture that I saw. There is a goose, you know, like a Canada goose. Everything, we're talking about death in Canada. Canada. It's all we're talking about today. <laughs> I mean, what we the, what was, not a, oh, the the uh, Canada bleed. Canadian yeah, bleed. Canadian bleed. Canadian bleed. It's I'm actually sorry. a bean goose. And this guy from the Netherlands. <laughs> Netherlands. Netherlands. <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> Netherlands. Netherlands. Bye. Wait, no, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> I don't think Netherlands. 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 Yeah. Netherlands. Like Maryland. Netherlands. Maryland. Not Maryland. <laughs> right. It's similar. Mary? Mar- Maryland? Anyway, stop it. <laughs> so I'm trying to tell you a story. Well, oh say gosh. the words less weird. <laughs> okay. Right. There's a photograph that kind Look of like- it. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. This is what the final segment should be every time, which is just this like on the nose call back to everything. But you have to find the perfect story where you can get everything just sort of sewed up nice and tight. Look at this graph. (laughs) I just came up with another idea, another show idea. Okay, so we're bailing on the story. No, I'll get to the story. Or are you moving on? Um, (laughs) No, it involves all of us. I think at the beginning of every show, we should have the guy who does password and just go, the password oh, is yeah. platypus. And if at any point during the show we say the word, oh. there should be some kind of benefit. That's a good idea. Okay. But only Dawn and I know it. Yes. 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 I, you know what you'd have to do? Not not the password is. I think we would do, we have to play that off of Pee Wee's Playhouse, the magic word. Okay. Because remember he would go over to Conky? <laughs> Pee Wee would plug Conky in. Dude, I was a grown ass adult <laughs> right. when Pee Wee's Playhouse was on. Okay, I don't well, know then what you're talking about. Pee Wee would go to the Playhouse and then he would plug in Conky. Conky was an old <laughs> robot, okay? That's how Conky would come to life. And then Conky would give the magic word. And then she would spit out the receipt, much like when you're in self-checkout does now. Spit out the little thing, and then Pee-wee would hold up the word, thanks, Conky. And then he would hold up the word, and it would say, like, magic. No, that was the magic word. It would be frying. And then anytime Pee-wee said frying, everybody yelled all together, Rocco, could you find us on YouTube, Pee-wee's Playhouse, magic word, because we're going to get audio of Conky. We're going to hear Pee-wee use it, and we're going to hear everybody scream, which is what our sound effects should be. Yeah. So if somebody says it unknowingly, it's just like, bing, 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 like confetti. Yes. You would love this about Pee-wee's Playhouse. I like the name Conky a lot. And I, I in my head, spell it C-O-N-K-Y. Is that how you spelled it? Yeah. I think that's how it shows up on YouTube. Okay. Do we have it? And don't forget. It's coming. My gamer name is Gunky Girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Oh, gosh. 
She's the only person that went with what was the latest prescription that you got for your gamer name. Oh, I'll do Gunky. Gunky girl. That's technically pink I got eye. that pill to get rid of the gunk. Ugh. Ew. All right. All right so that, I have a clip of him talking about the secret word. I'm not sure this is okay. the well, let's reveal. Hear. Today's secret word is look. look. You all know what to do for the rest of the day. When when anyone says the secret word, scream real loud. Okay? Okay? (laughs) Hey, Kiwi, here comes... So that was. Oh, wait, keep playing it. Keep playing it. I think oh, that so. was where it died. So sorry. Oh, okay. I would okay. like to just have Pee Wee's laugh when <laughs> someone oh, yeah. says the word. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I have the whole box set on DVD. Shut your face. It used right to be now. streaming. I don't know if it's Can still I borrow it? I, yeah, I think I still have it. I would love to have yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I got to interview Pee Wee, Paul Rubens, as Pee Wee Herman. He was in character. As. Sorry, name drop. As Pee Wee Herman. Neat. Oh, you would have hated me, Donna. Friday night, I was talking to neighbors, and I had never really told them about my previous work on red carpets and stuff like that. So randomly, they mentioned something about Will Ferrell, and I was just like, "And the coolest thing is, like in person, he's just like he's just so warm." And then it went into this whole thing. You would have stood up and walked off the patio. I'd be and just like, said, "Oh God, here we go!" Did some of the greatest hits, some Will Ferrell stuff. Tom Cruise did not go to Michael Jackson, Rocco. They don't even know that I've stroked the King of Pop's hair. <laughs> They have no idea outside of Space Mountain. I mean, everything about that sounds like an absolute dream, like a, a made-up scenario. Not a dream come true, but so a made-up anyway, scenario. So anyway, there's this goose. Oh, what the hell's up with this goose? Oh, In uh, the Netherlands. A uh, typical bean goose? It's a bean goose, and it was it was captured by a photographer flying upside down uh, near the Dutch town of Arnhem. But his head is upright. So what he does is he turns his body... Backstroke. Ups, yep, he does backstroke, and then he turns his head. He does the exorcist oh so that God. it's facing forward. Holy. And so people were thinking this was Photoshopped, and it's not. It's something that these types of birds do to show off, especially when they first learn how to fly. They want to stretch themselves and see how far mm. they can go. I mean, so, is it weird to take inspiration from a bean goose today? It's like, maybe no. we need to stretch ourselves. Anyway, I... <laughs> stretch? I want you to oh, know that? that I've linked it up. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking at Wait, it. It's so weird. So you right? said, we'll put it up on the Don and Steve show page. It's, there's a word for it. Whiffling. Yeah, it's whiffling. whiffling. It's a whiffling goose. And here's what's cool. So this this goose is stretching itself out, sort of like experimenting with its own flight potential. We actually have audio Uh-oh. that we just got oh, of the goose <laughs> stretching. <laughs> wow. His head is com- <laughs> it's completely and, and it's crazy. I also think whiffling was the secret word. <laughs> so let's go back. W-H-I-F-F-L-I-G. Yeah. You guys, you goofballs. I know. We had fun today. Don't get down on yourself. Yeah, All Donna. Right. We're okay. spreading joy. Oh, yes, this is joyful. Guess what? What? Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Nice. Say hi to my friend Amy today. Oh, I will. Hey, don't forget to Cat Video Festival coming at us fast. Presented by First Equity and Akana Pet Foods. Tickets on sale for $15. We're supporting our charity partner, Bitty Kitty Brigade. Woohoo! MyTalk1071.com. Keyword cat. Bye.